So, Jen, I volunteered for a few hours at a trail race this week. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. So it was really interesting, especially since we talked about running culture and, and cycling right. culture a few episodes ago, and you said you didn't know anything about trail running. Nope. Now, I don't know a lot about trail running, but I did have a lot of observations from the weekend. Okay. And the first one I want to share is around this idea of accomplishment. So okay. we thought marathoners were proud of their accomplishments. Um, and I know you never had a 26.2 sticker on your car, right? Do not, did not, yes. The trail runners are taking it to a new level. Okay. They have their accomplishments tattooed on their body. Oh, seriously? Yeah, I like, thought about getting a marathon tattoo, but I yeah, haven't. Wow. Yeah. What what kind of distances are we talking about? 100 miles, 50 miles, wow. various Ks. There were people at the race that were doing 50K, 100K, and 100 miles. So wow. literally racing all night, 28 okay. hours. My, my wife's that. friend finished 100 miles in 28 hours. Twenty. Wow. If I ever do that, I definitely think that's going to be a tattoo for sure. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could see if you did a twenty-eight hour race. Uh, sure. I could see tattooing that. That makes sense to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. So you got a new hobby now, Alex? I've I've already ordered the shoes. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Practically Fit, Real Fitness Over 40. I'm Jen Chamberlain. And I'm Alex Johnson. And today we're going to talk about fitness friends and accountability buddies, why they can help you stay healthy, where you can find one, and how they've helped us on our fitness journeys. Well, this week is Thanksgiving in the United States, and it's one of my favorite holidays. Despite, you know, some of the fraught cultural mythology around it, I think we can all agree that gratitude's a healthy practice, right? Yeah, and bringing bringing people together with their families yeah. and, and friends is healthy. I mean, you, we talked about blue zones and how right. those people had strong sense of community in addition to eating healthily and, and exercising. So yeah, I think I think the spirit behind it is great. Yeah, one of my traditions that I try to do every year is the I call it the annual great run of Thanksgiving. So I'll run either a turkey trot or just on my own and try to mentally go through all the things I'm grateful for. And uh, one of the things I'm most consistently grateful for are my fitness friends, like you, Alex, and our friend Travis. And I have a friend, uh, Cheryl, who I started running with way back when we lived in Dallas, and she now lives in California. For a while, I referred to her as my one friend in California, but I have a few <laughs> more now, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, and I've done the Thanksgiving run uh, with you. We did. We, right. uh, you, you had Thanksgiving at my mom's house one time, and we did the run, and it was awesome. So I yeah. highly recommend that for people out there. Um, in fact, I think we're going to replicate it this year. Nice. Uh, yeah. So uh, fitness friends are awesome because you get to do things like Thanksgiving runs. Um, I've, I've had them at various stages in my life. And, um, I, you know, we'll talk about the research here in a bit. I do think that fitness friends become some of your best friends. And we'll, oh, we'll, yeah. Yeah. You're going to talk about the science behind that. But it's, re it's really been true for me. Um, you know, I go back, I, I mean, there's three people I would highlight. I mean, first, uh, my friend Landry, and we met mm -hmm. the first day in college. And uh, I mentioned I mentioned him before. He's the one who taught me how to strength train, how to lift weights. Right. Uh, and so we would lift weights together all the time. And that was 
that was something that was really meaningful in our relationship. In addition to just being great friends and living in the same dorm, uh, he, I feel like he taught me so much about getting stronger and believing in myself and, and learning how to do this thing that I had been frankly scared to do previously because of my experiences earlier in life. So, um, he's, he's one that stands out for me. Um, and then of course, I think you have been, obviously we have a podcast together, but you've been an amazing fitness friend (laughs) and we really, you know, we met later in our lives and, uh, you know, for us, it was running. Right. And, and, you know, you kind of got me back into running. So I was very appreciative. We'd go out at work and run together and have pretty deep conversations and talk about our lives. And I mean, that's how, that's how we became really close friends. And that it went from running to like, we did all kinds of workouts. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Boxing Boxing. and strength training and sharing everything (laughs) we knew about exercise with each other. Uh, and it continues. We've got the podcast now and you know, we're, we're best friends. So that's, that's been amazing. And then now in my, my current timeframe with my wife, um, we do, I mean, we just, worked out before this in the garage with my son. <laughs> His workouts are quite interesting, side note. But um, that's so cool. Uh, but you guys actually started dating kind of around fitness, right? Yeah, yeah. Um so we were on Bumble and uh <laughs> I I had I had a very like my wife likes to say it was a very mysterious profile, which is hilarious. Oh, okay. uh, I, I don't, <laughs> I, you know, no comment on, I'm not going to bring in like gender stereotypes, yeah, right, here, right. but you know, men, we, uh, maybe we're not as thorough on the profile, but I mean, I had, yeah. I had listed off a few things that I really cared about and, and, you know, cycling, hiking were a few of the things I lifted off, listed off along with beer. And for those uh-huh. of you, you can't see, I'm holding up a beer right now. It's going to work out. Uh, but um, so the very first thing she said to me on Bumble was something along the lines of like, oh, you know, I have four different bicycles. And wow. <laughs> yeah, I think because I I'm think my profile, my profile said like, <laughs> if you're into cycling, you know, I'm in love with you or so, you know, something silly like right. that. And so that's why she started with that. But yeah, I mean, our, our first date was a hike at a local nature preserve. Oh, nice. Our second date was a bike ride uh, together on the road. So uh, we went from there and like, like I said, now we do fitness together almost every day. I mean, cycling, weight training, yoga, running, walking, you name it. It's really central to our relationship. So yeah, I've had, I've had like really what I would say three really close fitness friends through different times of my life. And then now, I mean, I think you can also do this from afar. Like, so not only do I have Abby, like you and I and Travis, we have a text thread and we text about a lot of stuff, but, um, something we do on a daily basis is share our workouts with each other, uh, for motivation. And, you know, I know for the three of us, that's been really motivating. So, um, this is something you don't even have to have the person next to you or in the same town. You can have fitness friends who live across the country from each other. Absolutely. I always look forward to sharing my workouts with y'all. It's almost like we're together, even though we're in two different states. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the science behind fitness friends, Jen. You've done some research. So what did you find about this concept? Yeah, absolutely. So there is actually science behind, behind how your friends can influence you to be more healthy or more unhealthy as it were. So a study out of Deakin University in Australia found that women, and this study involved over 3,500 women in Victoria, women who knew or saw other women exercising and eating healthily tended to be more physically active and eat better. 
So why is that? They had a couple of theories the researchers did. One was this idea that like attracts like. So that's that we tend to gravitate towards people who share the same ideas or habits. The other is really interesting to me that health-promoting behaviors may, in a sense, be contagious. So if it were only this one study, we might say, well, you know, maybe it's just you tend to hang out with people who do the same things you do. But in fact, there's a huge body of research that supports the idea that our behaviors are heavily influenced by our peers. For example, a meta-analysis of 28 studies totaling 139,000 participants titled The Effect of Campaign-Generated Interpersonal Communication on Campaign-Targeted Health Outcomes, a meta-analysis. Wow, that... (laughs) That, that title is one of the best that I've seen. I love the, I love the science-y titles. Yeah. It found that our friends' opinions and behaviors have a significant impact on our health choices. Um, these studies look at everything from eating and drinking to exercise and smoking. So in one study, people with friends who eat a lot, they tended to eat more. The same goes for drinking. Another found that On the opposite side of this, talking about an anti-smoking campaign with friends reduced their cigarette intake. So even if they didn't stop, just the talking about it caused them to cut back. The interesting thing about this to me, though, is that the researchers found the effect only applies with people we know well. So not the random person at the bar you see drinking. It's your buds that you're drinking with that really affect your behavior, right? Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah. yeah. So if we, if you think about your life and I think about my life, do you think that holds true? I mean, are you influenced by people who are close to you? Absolutely. So I had a time in my life actually where um, I had some friends in Dallas who drank heavily. Now, I still drink a beer now and then, you know, half a glass of wine, but this was just sort of their pastime, right? And when I started cutting back, honestly, I had to find different friends. I had to find a different peer group because we just... We didn't have as much in common. Um, it wasn't so much social judgment. It's just, I don't know, the relationship just didn't work as well, you know. So that was one example from my life. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think you can think about this concept in general and, like, you're definitely influenced by people who are close to you in terms of diet or drinking or whatever. I mean, if I think about that. Uh, it makes sense. Even when you're living with someone like you may tend to oh, yeah. start eating the same snacks as each other and things like that. <laughs> right. It's like learned yeah. behavior. Like I eat a lot of, uh, I mean, a snack that I enjoy that's not super healthy um, are tortilla chips and salsa. And so like, I think, you know, my wife likes those now. And at the same time, <laughs> she likes, you know, some certain things, maybe like cheese puffs. And I wasn't eating those before I moved in. And now <laughs> so I, we've kind of like taken on each other's snacks, you know, uh, to an extent. So that, that research makes total sense to me from a practical perspective. Yeah. And the other interesting thing is I think we like to think that as adults, we're no longer subject to peer pressure. But the idea behind this research is that social norms are largely internalized below the conscious level. So in that way, we're much more influenced by peer pressure than we might like to think. So I wanted to sum this up by quoting Dr. Kristen Schultz, who studies behavioral science at the University of Amsterdam. She says, the leading cause of death is preventable health behaviors like smoking and obesity. And we have access to vast amounts of information online, but we still smoke and we still don't exercise. Anything our friends do influences us in ways that we are conscious of or not. Their presence can decide whether we act on that health information or whether or ignore it. 
Wow. That's, that's, I mean, I think that's a powerful quote and yeah, I can see just practically, uh, that this, this research is spot on when you start thinking about your own life. It's, it's, it's amazing. So let's talk about, let's talk about ourselves a little bit more and, and yeah. put this, put this research into action. Um, <laughs> tell us about how having fitness friends has helped you on your fitness journey, Jen. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the number one thing that comes to mind is motivation. So especially when I'm really struggling. Um, So my friend Cheryl and I started running together when we both lived and worked in Dallas. And we met up every single week, midweek for years to run together. And it really helped me particularly, you know, kind of this time of year when it gets dark early and it's cold outside and it'd be so much easier, you know, just to go home after work instead of going out for a run, but knowing that she was going to be there, it really encouraged me to get out. Uh, We also signed up for races together. You and I have done races together, Alex. And, you know, so many times I don't like getting up early in the morning and it'd be so much easier just to say, you know what, I'll sit this one out, consider the race via donation. But knowing somebody's there has really motivated me. Yeah, I agree. And so thinking back in terms of motivation, um, and I mentioned, I mentioned my friend Landry and, um, us in college. So at that time in my life, I I mentioned, I was kind of like scared of weight training. I think we talked about it on previous podcasts where we had a bad (laughs) experience in high school and I couldn't lift anything. What I really needed at that time was somebody to push me and Mm -hmm. to spur me on and to say, you can do this. And, you know, to be a little forceful about it, like to say, you know what, don't, don't stop doing this. Don't, don't be afraid, get in there and do it. And let's be consistent. Like I needed somebody to really push me now that I think that's, that's an interesting, uh, juxtaposition with where I am today. And we'll talk about that in a minute, but yeah, the motivation can be really important, uh, especially if in your, you're in your head about working out or maybe not confident in certain things. I think fitness friends can help give you confidence, can't they? Yeah, absolutely. And that gets to that accountability too. Like, you know, you said you're going to do this now, come on, like show up and actually do it, right? The accountability piece. Uh, For me, another part of it is shared experience. So kind of what you were talking about with the weight training, not feeling alone, but also for me talking on a really deep level about all kinds of things. So my friend Cheryl and I, when we ran together, I told her things I've probably never told another living soul, right? And something about exercising with another person, it just really forms these tighter bonds. And again, there's science behind this. Um, So there's research that shows that when people move together, they tend to form tighter social bonds. Now, this is movement of any kind. This could be dancing or in the military, you know, doing those physical drills together. So a veteran and historian named William McNeil called this muscular bonding, which I thought was an interesting term. Wow, was, that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was talking about it in the con- context of military drills, but other studies have shown that people who exercise together also form these really close connections. So there's something about movement that bonds people even more than just talking. Wow. So if you're doing meetups, the best meetups are fitness meetups. It sounds oh, good like point. Yeah, people, it sounds like if, it. If people do that. But yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, we talked about our experiences together as well and, and sharing with each other on our runs. And then, yeah, I mean, like I said, with my wife, we, we have formed incredibly tight bonds. And I think this research shows one of the reasons why. So that's, that's really amazing, amazing research. Um, 
one thing I would add on, on how fitness friends have helped me. So I talked about, you know, my, my friend Landry really, really motivating me when I was younger, when I needed that so-called kick in the pants. Uh, (laughs) Now, I mean, I've tended towards being a bit obsessive sometimes about my exercise or going too far, pushing myself too hard. So, um, with, with my wife, a really important aspect of what she does for me is help rein in those kind of instincts that I have to go too far or to exercise too much or to push myself to the limit too much. So we talked about it previously, you know, uh, you know, kind of ratcheting down your level on certain workouts. You don't have to go all out all the time. I've been recovering from my, my ankle being broken. She's been incredible with that. And just, you know, reining me in a little bit, remind me you, you need to rest your, your sore. Don't push it too far. So, um, for me that I think that can be another benefit. If you have this personality type where you're really driven and maybe sometimes you push yourself too far, you can have somebody who instead of like, yes, they can motivate you, but also, you know, take it easy, take it down a notch, get some rest. So I think that can be a benefit as well. That's a great point. So, Let's talk a little bit about how you can find a fitness buddy. So let's say you want to take advantage of all these great benefits we just talked about. Uh, How can you find fitness friends and accountability buddies? You know, for me, it's surprisingly been coincidentally through work. So that's how you and I met. Cheryl and I worked together. Um, I don't know if that, you know, holds true for everyone, but that's definitely how I found some fitness friends. You're lucky enough that you have a partner who enjoys fitness, so that's amazing. But I had a few other ideas. Um, One is, you know, ask questions. So with friends I've made at work, you know, sometimes you just hear people talking about something and a fitness activity. And if you ask, I guarantee they'll want to tell you about it. And if they're a runner, you might not be able to get them shut up. So that's the only downside. (laughs) Once we get started talking about running, it can kind of, you know, get a little extreme. But uh, for example, one of my coworkers was talking about going boxing after work. So I asked her, I said, oh, wow, boxing, that's something I like to do. Where do you go? She invited me to her gym, and I started working out there. I've been working out consistently ever since. So, you know, sometimes just curiosity will lead you to a new activity and a new friend, maybe. Another idea would be uh, to join a group, if that's your thing. Alex, you and I have talked about we're really not group exercise people. Yeah, not. but (laughs) it's not, you know, some people are, and there's so many opportunities for that. Yeah, I have so many friends, actually runners mostly, who've made great fitness buddies through running groups. Um, Maybe they've met a few people that they've kind of gotten close with, or they just enjoy the group experience and showing up every time. Some of the running groups will have social activities afterwards. You know, they all go out for brunch or get a beer or something like that. So it can be a great way to make fitness friends. It's just not my particular way. And then another thing I think is maybe try, try a class. You know, a lot of Places have free classes, free trial classes. If you if you like it and start going, inevitably you'll start seeing people who are on your same schedule. I've started to see that with the boxing gym, and those could be your fitness buddies too. Yeah, I I had this experience previously. I was doing spin classes, oh. and yeah, which are really fun. And um, I, uh, I there was a group of us who were doing it regularly, and we be, we became pretty close. And you know, we would do things outside of the spin class, so that can be a great avenue. And even if you're not into the group setting, I think the class kind of gives you the sort of in-between experience where you don't feel overwhelmed by people. But also, if 
you know, somebody yeah. seems cool or you have some good conversation with somebody, you can follow up with them and, and make a new fitness friend. So that's why I really, as an introvert, I actually like the classes because you can kind of stay to yeah. yourself, but as you get to know people, you can kind of come out of your shell and, uh, and get to know them a little more. So that's a, that's a great recommendation as well. Because you're moving together, which as we learned, build your social bonds, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there you have it. Fitness friends can help inspire and mo motivate you even when the going is rough. And based on the research that um, Jen shared with us this week, they may even help you live longer by helping healthy habits stick. So if you've got, you know, stories about your fitness friends you want to share with us, yeah. drop us a comment at practically.fit on the podcast or email me at alex at practically.fit and we'll share your, your story on the podcast. Uh, next week, We've got another great episode coming for you. We are going to talk about rest. Yes. Why is rest so important? Why do you need rest? Why do people like me maybe need to chill out sometimes oh, and me take too. a rest? Yeah, you <laughs> you as well. I think I think you might actually be worse than I am now. I am. I struggle with this more than you. We're going to have that conversation <laughs> offline. But, but, but yeah, we'll talk about the importance of rest next time on the podcast. If you're enjoying the show, as always, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast provider. It would mean a lot to us. Helps us rise in the rankings and get more listeners. Uh, and again, go out to our website, practically.fit. You can subscribe via email. You'll get it in your inbox. You can use the Substack app. However you're doing that, you can get our great comp content beyond just the podcast. We share newsletters on a weekly basis. So That's we'd right. appreciate that if you do that as well. But until next time, we appreciate you. And remember, fitness is for everybody. Yeah.